Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is part 3 of, Yudkowsky and Cristiano Discuss Takeoff Speeds, published by Eliezer Yudkowsky on the AI Alignment Forum. 5.8. TPUs and GPUs, and automating AI R&D. Yudkowsky 2317. I'm also wondering a little why the emphasis on trillions it seems to me that the terms of your prophecy should be fulfillable by AGI tech being merely as ubiquitous as modern computers, so that many competing companies invest mere hundreds of billions in the equivalent of hardware plants it is legitimately hard to get a chip with 50% better transistors ahead of TSMC. Cristiano 2317. Yes, if you are investing hundreds of billions then it is hard to pull ahead, though could still happen. Since the upside is so much larger here. No one cares that much about getting ahead of TSMC since the payoff is tiny in the scheme of the amounts we are discussing. Yukowski 2318. Which, like, doesn't prevent Google from tossing out TPUs that are pretty significant jumps on GPUs, and if there's a specialized application of AGI-ish tech that is especially key, you can have everything behave smoothly and still get a jump that way. Cristiano 2318. I think TPUs are basically the same as GPUs. Probably a bit worse but GPUs are sold at a 10x markup since that's the size of NVIDIA's lead. Yukowski 2319. Noted, I'm not enough of an expert to directly contradict that statement about TPUs from my own knowledge. Cristiano 2319. Though I think TPUs are nevertheless leased at a slightly higher price than GPUs. Yukowski 2319. How does NVIDIA maintain that lead and 10x markup? That sounds like a pretty unpolished state of affairs given Bitcoin prices never mind AI investments. Cristiano 2320. NVIDIA's lead isn't worth that much because historically they didn't sell many cus. Especially for non-gaming applications. Their R&D investment is relatively large compared to the dollar on the table. My guess is that their lead doesn't stick, as evidenced by for example Google very quickly catching up. Yukowski 2321. Parenthetically, does this mean, and I don't necessarily predict otherwise, that you predict a drop in NVIDIA stock and a drop in GPU prices in the next couple of years? Cristiano 2321. NVIDIA stock may do okay from writing general AI boom, but I do predict a relative fall in NVIDIA compared to other AI-exposed companies. Though I also predicted Google to more aggressively try to compete with NVIDIA for the ML market and think I was just wrong about that, though I don't really know any details of the area. I do expect the cost of compute to fall over the coming years as NVIDIA's markup gets eroded to be partially offset by increases in the cost of the underlying silicon, though that's still bad news for NVIDIA. Yukowski 2323. I parenthetically note that I think the wise reader should be justly impressed by predictions that come true about relative stock price changes, even if Eliezer has not explicitly contradicted those predictions before they come true there are bets you can win without my having to bet against you. Cristiano 2323. You are welcome to counterpredict, but no saying in retrospect that reality proved you right if you don't, smiley face. Otherwise it's just me versus the market. Yukowski 2324. I don't feel like I have a counterprediction here, but I think the wise reader should be impressed if you win versus the market. However, this does require you to name in advance a few other AI-exposed companies. Cristiano 2325. Note that I made the same bet over the last year, I make a large AI bet but mostly moved my NVIDIA allocation to semiconductor companies. The semiconductor part of the portfolio is up 50% while NVIDIA is up 70%, so I lost that one. But that just means I like the bet even more next year. Happy to use NVIDIA versus TSMC. Yukowski 2325. There's a lot of noise in a two-stock prediction. 
Cristiano 2325. I mean, it's a one-stock prediction about NVIDIA. Yukowski 2326. But your funeral or triumphal. Cristiano 2326. Indeed, smiley face. Anyway. I expect all of the dollar amounts to be much bigger in the future. Yukowski 2326. Yeah, but using just TSMC for the opposition exposes you to I to know Chinese invasion of Taiwan. Cristiano 2326. Yes. Also TSMC is not that AI exposed. I think the main prediction is, eventual move away from GPUs, NVIDIA can't maintain that markup. Yukowski 2327. NVIDIA can't maintain that markup sounds testable, but is less of a win against the market than predicting a relative stock price shift. Over what time span? Just the next year sounds quite fast for that kind of prediction. Cristiano 2327. Regarding your original claim, if you think that it's plausible that AI will be doing all of the AI R&D, and that will be accelerating continuously from 12, 6, 3-month doubling times, but that we'll see a discontinuous change in the path to doom, then that would be harder to generate predictions about. Yes, it's hard to translate most predictions about the world into predictions about the stock market. Yukowski 2328. This again sounds like it's not written in a laser language. What does it mean for AI will be doing all of the AI R&D? That sounds to me like something that happens after the end of the world, hence doesn't happen. Cristiano 2329. That's good, that's what I thought. Yukowski 2329. I don't necessarily want to sound very definite about that in advance of understanding what it means. Cristiano 2329. I'm saying that I think AI will be automating AI R&D gradually, before the end of the world. Yeah, I agree that if you reject the construct of how fast the AI community makes progress then it's hard to talk about what it means to automate progress. And that may be hard to make headway on. Though for cases like AlphaGo, which started that whole digression, it seems easy enough to talk about ELO gain per year. Maybe the hard part is aggregating across tasks into a measure you actually care about. Yukowski 2330. Up to a point, but yeah like, if we're taking ELO high above human levels and restricting our measurements to a very small range of frontier AIs, I quietly wonder if the measurement is still measuring quite the same thing with quite the same robustness. Cristiano 2331. I agree that ELO measurement is extremely problematic in that regime. 5.9. Smooth exponentials versus jumps in income. Yukowski 2331. So in your worldview there's this big emphasis on things that must have been deployed and adopted widely to the point of already having huge impacts. And in my worldview there's nothing very surprising about people with a weird powerful prototype that wasn't used to automate huge sections of AI R&D because the previous versions of the tech weren't useful for that or big corps didn't adopt it. Cristiano 2332. I mean, Google is already 1% of the US economy and in this scenario it and its peers are more like 10 to 20%. So wide adoption doesn't have to mean that many people. Though I also do predict much wider adoption than you so happy to go there if it's happy for predictions. I don't really buy the weird powerful prototype. Yukowski 2333. Yes. I noticed. You would seem, indeed, to be offering large quantities of it for short sale. Cristiano 2333. And it feels like the thing you are talking about ought to have some precedent of some kind, of weird powerful prototypes that jump straight from does nothing to does something impactful. Like if I predict that AI will be useful in a bunch of domains, and will get there by small steps, you should either predict that won't happen, or else also predict that there will be some domains with weird prototypes jumping to giant impact? Yukowski 2334. Like an electrical device that goes from not working at all to actually working as soon as you screw in the attachments for the electrical plug. 
Christiana 2334. Clearly takes more work to operationalize. I'm not sure I understand that sentence, hopefully it's clear enough why I expect those discontinuities. Yukowski 2334. Though, no, that's a facile bad analogy. A better analogy would be an AI system that only starts working after somebody tells you about batch normalization or lamb learning rate or whatever. Christiana 2336. Sure, which I think will happen all the time for individual AI projects but not for SOTA. Because the projects at SOTA have picked the low-hanging fruit, it's not easy to get giant wins. Yukowski 2336. Like if I predict that AI will be useful in a bunch of domains, and will get there by small steps, you should either predict that won't happen, or else also predict that there will be some domains with weird prototypes jumping to giant impact? In the latter case, has this Eliezer prophecy already had its terms fulfilled by Alpha Fold 2, or do you say nay because Alpha Fold 2 hasn't doubled GDP? Cristiano 2337. You can also get giant wins by a new competitor coming up at a faster rate of progress, and then we have more dependence on whether people do it when it's a big leap forward or slightly worse than the predecessor, and I'm betting on the latter. I have no idea what Alpha Fold 2 is good for, or the size of the community working on it, my guess would be that its value is pretty small. We can try to quantify. Like, I get surprised when $x of R&D gets you something whose value is much larger than $x. I'm not surprised at all if $x of R&D gets you $x, or even like $10x in a given case that was selected for working well. Hopefully it is clear enough why that's the kind of thing a naive person would predict. Yukowski 2338. So a thing which Eliezer's prophecy does not mandate per se, but sure does permit, and is on the mainline especially for nearer timelines, is that the world-ending prototype had no prior prototype containing 90% of the technology which earned a trillion dollars. A lot of Paul's prophecy seems to be about forbidding this. Is that a fair way to describe your own prophecy? Cristiano 2339. I don't have a strong view about containing 90% of the technology. The main view is that whatever the world-ending prototype does, there were earlier systems that could do practically the same thing. If the world-ending prototype does something that lets you go foom in a day, there was a system years earlier that could foom in a month, so that would have been the one to foom. Yukowski 2341. But, like, the world-ending thing, according to the prophecy, must be squarely in the middle of a class of technologies which are in the midst of earning trillions of dollars and having trillions of dollars invested in them it's not enough for the world ender to be definitionally somewhere in that class, because then it could be on a weird outskirt of the class, and somebody could invest a billion dollars in that weird outskirt before anybody else had invested a hundred million, which is forbidden by the prophecy so the world ender has got to be right in the middle, a plain and obvious example of the tech that's already earning trillions of dollars, YN? Cristiano 2342. I agree with that as a prediction for some operationalization of a plain and obvious example, but I think we could make it more precise, it doesn't feel like it depends on the fuzziness of that. I think that if the world can end out of nowhere like that, you should also be getting $100B slash year products out of nowhere like that, but I guess you think not because of bureaucracy. Like, to me it seems like our views stake out predictions about Codex, where I'm predicting its value will be modest relative to R&D, and the value will basically improve from there with a nice experience curve, maybe something like ramping up quickly to some starting point less than $10 million per year and then doubling every year thereafter, whereas I feel like you are saying more like who knows, could be anything and so should be surprised each time the boring thing happens. Yukowski 2345. The concrete example I give is that the world-ending company will be able to use the same tech to build a true self-driving car, which would in the natural course of things be approved for sale a few years later after the world had ended. Cristiano 2346. But self-driving cars seem very likely to already be broadly deployed, 
And so the relevant question is really whether their technical improvements can also be deployed to those cars. Or else maybe that's another prediction we disagree about. Yukowski 2347. I feel like I would indeed not have the right to feel very surprised if Codex technology stagnated for the next five years, nor if it took a massive leap in two years and got ubiquitously adopted by lots of programmers. Yes, I think that's a general timeline difference there. Re, self-driving cars. I might be talkable into a bet where you took Codex tech will develop like this and I took the side literally anything else but that. Cristiano 2348. I think it would have to be over under, I doubt I'm more surprised than you by something failing to be economically valuable, I'm surprised by big jumps in value. Seems like it will be tough to work. Yukowski 2349. Well, if I was betting on something taking a big jump in income, I sure would bet on something in a relatively unregulated industry like Codex or anime waifus. But that's assuming I made the bet at all, which is a hard sell when the bet is about the future, which is notoriously hard to predict. Cristiano 2350. I guess my strongest take is, if you want to pull the thing where you say that future developments proved you right and took unreasonable people like me by surprise, you've got to be able to say something in advance about what you expect to happen. Yukowski 2351. So what if neither of us are surprised if Codex stagnates for five years, you win if Codex shows a smooth exponential in income, and I win if the income looks jumpier? How would we quantify that? Cristiano 2352. Codex also does seem a bit unfair to you in that it may have to be adopted by lots of programmers which could slow things down a lot even if capabilities are pretty jumpy. Though I think in fact usefulness and not merely profit will basically just go up smoothly, with step sizes determined by arbitrary decisions about when to release something. Yukowski 2353. I'd also be concerned about unfairness to me in that earnable income is not the same as the gains from trade. If there's more than one competitor in the industry, their earnings from Codex may be much less than the value produced, and this may not change much with improvements in the tech. 5.10. Late stage predictions. Cristiano 2353. I think my main update from this conversation is that you don't really predict someone to come out of nowhere with a model that can earn a lot of dollar, even if they could come out of nowhere with a model that could end the world, because of regulatory bottlenecks and nimbyism and general sluggishness and unwillingness to do things. Does that seem right? Yukowski 2355. Well, and also because the world ender is the first thing that scaled with compute and or the first thing that ate the real core of generality and or the first thing that went over neutron multiplication factor 1. Cristiano 2355. And so that cuts out a lot of the easily specified empirical divergences, since worth a lot of dollar was the only general way to assess big deal that people care about and avoiding disputes like but Zen was mostly developed by a single programmer, it's not like intense competition. Yeah, that's the real disagreement it seems like we'd want to talk about. But it just doesn't seem to lead to many prediction differences in advance? I totally don't buy any of those models, I think they are bonkers. Would love to bet on that. Yukowski 2356. Probably but I think that from my perspective weird talk about GDP is probably concealing some kind of important crux, because caring about GDP still feels pretty alien to me. Cristiano 2356. I feel like getting up to massive economic impacts without seeing the real core of generality seems like it should also be surprising on your view. Like if it's 10 years from now and AI is a pretty big deal but no crazy AGI, isn't that surprising? Yukowski 2357. Mildly but not too surprising, I would imagine that people had built a bunch of neat stuff with gradient descent in realms where you could get a long way on self-play or massively collectible datasets. Cristiano 2358. 
I'm fine with the crux being something that doesn't lead to any empirical disagreements, but in that case I just don't think you should claim credit for the worldview making great predictions. Or the countervailing worldview making bad predictions. Yukowski 2359. Stuff that we could see then, self-driving cars, 10 years is enough for regulatory approval in many countries, super codex, GPT-6-powered anime waifus being an increasingly loud source of, arguably justified, moral panic and a hundred billion dollar industry. Cristiano 2359. Another option is 10% GDP GWP growth in a year, before doom. I think that's very likely, though might be too late to be helpful. Yukowski 001, next day, September 15th. See, that seems genuinely hard unless somebody gets GPT-4 far ahead of any political opposition, I guess all the competent AGI groups lean solidly liberal at the moment, and uses it to fake massive highly persuasive sentiment on Twitter for housing liberalization. Cristiano 001, next day, September 15th. So seems like a bet. But you don't get to win until doom, frowning face. Yukowski 002, next day, September 15th. I mean, as written, I want to avoid cases like 10% growth on paper while recovering from a pandemic that produced 0% growth the previous year. Cristiano 002, next day, September 15th. Yeah. Yukowski 004, next day, September 15th. I'd want to check the current rate, 5% ERC, and what the variance on it was, 10% is a little low for surety, though my sense is that it's a pretty darn smooth graph that's hard to perturb. If we got 10% in a way that was clearly about AI tech becoming that ubiquitous, I'd feel relatively good about nodding along and saying, yes, that is like unto the beginning of Paul's prophecy not least because the timelines had been that long at all. Cristiano 005, next day, September 15th. Like 3-4% slash year right now. Random Wikipedia number is 5.5% in 2006 to 2007, 3-4% since 2010. 4% 1995-2000. Yukowski 006, next day, September 15th. I don't want to sound obstinate here. My model does not forbid that we dwiddle around on the AGI side while gradient descent tech gets its fingers into enough separate weekly generalizing pies to produce 10% GDP growth, but I'm happy to say that this sounds much more like Paul's prophecy is coming true. Cristiano 007, next day, September 15th. Okay, we should formalize at some point but also need the procedure for you getting credit given that it can't resolve in your favor until the end of days. Yukowski 007, next day, September 15th. Is there something that sounds to you like Eliezer's prophecy which we can observe before the end of the world? Cristiano 007, next day, September 15th. When you will already have all the epistemic credit you need. Not on the simple core of generality stuff since that apparently immediately implies end of world. Maybe something about ML running into obstacles on route to human level performance? Or about some other kind of discontinuous jump even in a case where people care, though there seem to be a few reasons you don't expect many of those. Yukowski 008, next day, September 15th. Depends on how you define immediately? It's not long before the end of the world, but in some sad scenarios there is some tiny utility to you declaring me right six months before the end. Cristiano 009, next day, September 15th. I care a lot about the six months before the end personally. Though I do think probably everything is more clear by then independent of any bet, but I guess you are more pessimistic about that. Yukowski 009, next day, September 15th. I'm not quite sure what I'd do in them, but I may have worked something out before then, so I care significantly in expectation if not in particular. I am more pessimistic about other people's ability to notice what reality is screaming in their faces, yes. Cristiano 010, 
Next day, September 15th. If we were to look at various scaling curves, for example of loss versus model size or something, do you expect those to look distinctive as you hit the real core of generality? Yukowski 010, next day, September 15th. Let me turn that around, if we add transformers into those graphs, do they jump around in a way you'd find interesting? Cristiano 011, next day, September 15th. Not really. Yukowski 011, next day, September 15th. Is that because the empirical graphs don't jump, or because you don't think the jumps say much? Cristiano 011, next day, September 15th. But not many good graphs to look at, I just have one in mind, so that's partly a prediction about what the exercise would show. I don't think the graphs jump much, and also transformers come before people start evaluating on tasks where they help a lot. Yukowski 012, next day, September 15th. It would not terribly contradict the terms of my prophecy if the world-ending tech began by not producing a big jump on existing tasks, but generalizing to some currently not so popular tasks where it scaled much faster. Christiana 013, next day, September 15th. A, they help significantly on contemporary tasks, but it's just not a huge jump relative to continuing to scale up model sizes. Or other ongoing improvements in architecture. Anyway, should try to figure out something, and good not to finalize a bet until you have some way to at least come out ahead, but I should sleep now. Yukowski 014, next day, September 15th. Yeah, same. Thing I want to note out loud lest I forget ere I sleep, I think the real world is full of tons and tons of technologies being developed as unprecedented prototypes in the midst of big fields, because the key thing to invest in wasn't the competitively explored center. Right flyer versus all expenditures on traveling machine R&D first atomic pile and bomb versus all military R&D. This is one reason why Paul's prophecy seems fragile to me. You could have the preliminaries come true as far as there being a trillion bucks in what looks like AI R&D, and then the world ender is a weird prototype off to one side of that saying but what about the rest of that AI R&D? is no more a devastating retort to reality than looking at AlphaGo and saying but weren't other companies investing billions in better software? Yeah but it was a big playing field with lots of different kinds of better software no other medium-sized team of 15 people with corporate TPU backing was trying to build a system just like AlphaGo, even though multiple small outfits were trying to build prestige-earning game players. Tech advancements very very often occur in places where investment wasn't dense enough to guarantee overlap. 6. Follow-ups on takeoff speeds. 6.1. Eliezer Yukowski's Commentary. Yukowski 1725 September 15th. Further comment that occurred to me on takeoff speeds if I've better understood the main thesis now, its hypotheses seem to include a perfectly antithelian setup for AGI. Thiel has a running thesis about how part of the story behind the great stagnation and the decline in innovation that's about atoms rather than bits, the story behind we were promised flying cars and got 140 characters, to cite the classic Thelian quote, is that people stopped believing in secrets. Thiel suggests that you have to believe there are knowable things that aren't yet widely known, not just things that everybody already knows, plus mysteries that nobody will ever know, in order to be motivated to go out and innovate. Culture in developed countries shifted to label this kind of thinking rude, or rather, even ruder, even less tolerated than it had been decades before, so innovation decreased as a result. The central hypothesis of takeoff speeds is that at the time of serious AGI being developed, it is perfectly antithelian and that it is devoid of secrets in that sense. It is not permissible, on this viewpoint, for it to be the case that there is a lot of AI investment into AI that is directed not quite at the key path leading to AGI, such that somebody could spend $1 billion on compute for the key path leading to AGI before anybody else had spent $100 million on that. 
There cannot exist any secret like that. The path to AGI will be known, everyone, or a wide variety of powerful actors, will know how profitable that path will be, the surrounding industry will be capable of acting on this knowledge, and will have actually been acting on it as early as possible. Multiple actors are already investing in every tech path that would in fact be profitable, and is known to any human being at all, as soon as that R&D opportunity becomes available. And I'm not saying this is an inconsistent world to describe. I've written science fiction set in this world. I called it Dailan. It's a hypothetical world that is actually full of smart people and economic equilibrium. If anything like COVID-19 appears, for example, the governments and public good philanthropists there have already set up prediction markets, which are not illegal, needless to say, and of course there are mRNA vaccine factories already built and ready to go, because somebody already calculated the profits from fast vaccines would be very high in case of a pandemic, no artificial price ceilings in this world, of course, so as soon as the prediction markets started calling the coming pandemic conditional on no vaccine, the mRNA vaccine factories were already spinning up. This world, however, is not Earth. On Earth, major chunks of technological progress quite often occur outside of a social context where everyone knew and agreed in advance on which designs would yield how much expected profit and many overlapping actors competed to invest in the most actually promising paths simultaneously. And that is why you can read Inadequate Equilibria, and then read this essay on takeoff speeds, and go, oh, yes, I recognize this, it's written inside the modesty worldview, in particular, the imagination of an adequate world in which there is a perfect absence of Thelian secrets or unshared noble knowledge about fruitful development pathways. This is the same world that already had mRNA vaccines ready to spin up on day one of the COVID-19 pandemic, because markets had correctly forecasted their option value and investors had acted on that forecast unimpeded. Sure would be an interesting place to live. But we don't live there. Could we perhaps end up in a world where the path to AGI is in fact not a Thelian secret? because in fact the first accessible path to AGI happens to lie along a tech pathway that already delivered large profits to previous investors who summed a lot of small innovations, a lot experience with chip making, such that there were no large innovations just lots and lots of small innovations that yield 10% improvement annually on various tech benchmarks. I think that even in this case we will get weird, discontinuous, and fatal behaviors, and I could maybe talk about that when discussion resumes but it is not ruled out to me that the first accessible pathway to AGI could happen to lie in the further direction of some road that was already well-traveled, already yielded much profit to now famous tycoons back when its first steps were Thelian secrets, and hence is now replete with dozens of competing chasers for the gold rush. It's even imaginable to me, though a bit less so, that the first path traversed to real actual pivotal powerful slash lethal AGI, happens to lie literally actually squarely in the central direction of the gold rush. It sounds a little less like the tech history I know, which is usually about how someone needed to swerve a bit and the popular gold rush forecasts weren't quite right, but maybe that is just a selective focus of history on the more interesting cases. Though I remark that, even supposing that getting to big AGI is literally as straightforward and yet as difficult as falling down a semiconductor manufacturing roadmap, as otherwise the biggest actor to first see the obvious direction could just rush down the whole road, well, TSMC does have a bit of an unshared advantage right now, if I recall correctly. And Intel had a bit of an advantage before that. So that happens even when there's competitors competing to invest billions. But we can imagine that doesn't happen either, because instead of needing to build a whole huge manufacturing plant, there's just lots and lots of little innovations adding up to every key AGI threshold, which lots of actors are investing $10 million in at a time, and everybody knows which direction to move in to get to more serious AGI and they're right in the shared forecast. I am willing to entertain discussing this world and the sequelae there, 
I do think everybody still dies in this case, but I would not have this particular premise thrust upon us as a default, through a not explicitly spoken pressure against being so immodest and inegalitarian as to suppose that any Thelian knowable secret will exist, or that anybody in the future gets as far ahead of others as today's TSMC or today's DeepMind. We are, in imagining this world, imagining a world in which AI research has become drastically unlike today's AI research in a direction drastically different from the history of many other technologies. It's not literally unprecedented, but it's also not a default environment for big moments in tech progress, it's narrowly precedented for particular industries with high competition and steady benchmark progress driven by huge investments into a sum of many tiny innovations. So I can entertain the scenario. But if you want to claim that the social situation around AGI will drastically change in this way you foresee, not just that it could change in that direction, if somebody makes a big splash that causes everyone else to re-evaluate their previous opinions and arrive at yours, but that this social change will occur and you know this now, and that the prerequisite tech path to AGI is known to you, and forces an investment situation that looks like the semiconductor industry, then your what do you think you know and how do you think you know it, has some significant explaining to do. Of course, I do appreciate that such a thing could be knowable, and yet not known to me. I'm not so silly as to disbelieve in secrets like that. They're all over the actual history of technological progress on our actual earth. This was part 3 of, Yudkowsky and Cristiano discuss takeoff speeds. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.